Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. Coming at you every Saturday, whether you're ready for it or not, because we're on a mission to take over the world one brain at a time. Yours tonight. So thanks for listening. Uh, help us out with uh, you know our goal by uh, hitting that like or subscribe button wherever you found us. Leave us a review. We'll read that on our show. Um, these are the Internet Radio Superstars. Holly, Michaela. And I'm Colin. Sean is on assignment this evening. Mm-hmm. And tonight, Listener Choice Month continues. Mm. So far, we've watched, uh, this will be three of the movies that you chose for yes. us in the month of December. Yes. Mm-hmm. That means there's only one more to go. The most requested mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. You'll find out what that was at the end of the episode. That was we'll Barbarian. I was not here. Barbarian is great. I was not here for I it. I mean, it was my fourth time seeing it. Colin, how yeah. was it on your second time? Uh, so. It was great. Yep. Uh, you got to check out that episode. Yep. I, I feel bad that I wasn't Any, any I comments was, about uh, Barbarian you want to get? I was really us? excited to watch that again because yeah. I only saw it the one time. Yeah. And I loved that movie. Yeah. It was one of the reasons I didn't talk about it on our end of year is because yeah, I knew we were going to watch it and then I wasn't even here for it. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to spoil anything because this isn't that episode. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Like the spoilers. Yeah. You go listen to yeah. the, the Barbarian. Go see it. Episode, but I can yeah. confirm, I do very much recommend Barbarian. Yes. <laughs> uh, so tonight we watched a movie that was chosen by you. You. And it was Return of the Living Dead. Ooh. From the year 1985. Five. And something directed by Dan O'Bannon. Yeah. Who wrote Alien? Yeah. <laughs> like this guy's legit. He's written a lot of good movies, but Alien most notably. Yeah. But he's only directed like two movies. Yeah, and we've done the other one that he did which was um The Resurrected. Oh, really? A movie with Chris Sarandon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that okay. was yeah. But that one I, I know he complained that. that the the final cut was taken away from him. Yeah. Uh, he's an interesting guy, a weird kind of weird guy. He was part of the. Um, I can't like, imagine him being a weird guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, have you guys ever seen Dark Star? The John no. Carpenter's first movie. So, like when John Carpenter and Dan O'Bannon were, um, you know, students. I think it was USC mm-hmm. or UCLA. Can't remember who has the film. Uh, but anyway, uh, they as their their thesis movie they did uh dark star so abandon wrote it and it stars in it mm-hmm. uh so that has kind of a sense of humor to it it's not a serious movie it's like a spoof of uh 2001 but then yeah he wrote the script for alien and watching the commentary or not the copy the 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 making of featurettes on the the alien discs that have come out like mm-hmm. he really hates what was done, you know, what the producers, he like, yeah. he respects Ridley Scott because Ridley Scott had him on board mm-hmm. for like the rewrites and mm-hmm. stuff, but he hates Walter Hill and <laughs> the, oh, those wow. guys for just totally like bastardizing his intent. But he also did, You're um, bearing the lead here, he wrote Life Force. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I was going to say, Alien doesn't really seem like, yeah, Life speed. Force does. Like yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Dead and Buried is and, another one. And Invaders from Mars. Yeah. yeah. Both Toby okay. Hooper movies. Yep. But yep. that does kind of tie into this. And Total Recall? Yep. Wow. Well, um, yeah. This guy's, this guy, man, it's a real seesaw yeah. croak of a career, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. No, Dan O'Bannon is a legit, legit like yeah. hero of horror and sci-fi cinema yeah. of the 19, late 70s icon. and 80s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you mentioned Life Force, which yeah. he had written. Um, Life Force was ultimately directed by Toby Hooper mm-hmm. um, because Toby Hooper was originally 
supposedly Return of the Living Dead in 3D in the 80s. I remember Ooh. this because I used to read Cinefantastique magazine mm-hmm. when the 80s boom, 3D boom was happening. He, you know, they Toby Hooper said his next thing was going to be Return of the Living Dead. And I'm like, oh, what? Um, I wonder what that would have been like. Less well, less comedic, probably. Yeah, because I guess the way. Well, first of all, I guess how O'Bannon got involved in this. Um, Hooper took Life Force. Yep, and he was the one who recommended that Dan O'Bannon replace mm-hmm. him on Return of the Living Dead. But when O'Bannon came in, he rewrote uh, the script. So, all right. So there there is a debt here to Night of the Living Dead. George Romero's Night of the Living Dead, obviously, mm-hmm. right? So, um, John Russo who co-wrote Night of the Living Dead with Romero. Those two had a falling out at mm-hmm. some point. And so somehow John Russo gets the rights to Living Dead. Okay. All right. That's why all of George Romero's movies are of the dead. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Oh. <laughs> it's like a dot com dot net yep. situation here. Okay. So um, John Russo you know, gets mad, I think, that George Romero's gone his own way. George Romero's making Dawn of the Dead. So Russo writes a novel, The Return of the Living Dead, in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that's, I think they bought an option to do that as a movie. But when O'Bannon came in, he basically threw out the script and the story from the novel and rewrote the whole thing. Because his whole take on it was, well, we can't do anything that George Romero has really done and we have to go like a completely different way with it. To good separate. idea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Very good idea. Yeah. And I think John Russo may have, if my memory is uh, uh, serving me here at some point in the two thousands and you worked at Barnes and Noble. So you I may sure remember did. this when they reissued night of the living dead in like a 30th anniversary edition. Yes. It had new scenes in mm-hmm. it. I that do was John that. Russo. Makes sense now. Yeah. Like uh, time hopefully has forgotten all about this, but yeah, he tried to punch up night of the living dead with, by filming new scenes and he got the zombie, the, the, the graveyard zombie to come back, even though he was 30 years older. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So instead we get this crazy, like uh, punk rock um, zombie movie, Mm -hmm. high energy. Yes. Crazy comedic Mm -hmm. horror movie. Mm hmm. Um, very unexpected. This is the same year that uh, Day of the Dead comes out. <laughs> very different movie. Very different movie from the legit, you know, father of, of the zombies. Mm-hmm. And this one outgrosses it because it was a major studio release and came out in every theater at the same time where Day of the Dead kind of expanded across the country. And yeah. Well, and I imagine you can cut a really fun trailer for this movie with zero effort, you know, like yeah. Yeah. just put two two of these scenes any two scenes from this movie together and be like go see return of the living dead and everyone's like i'm sold you know mm-hmm. like yeah yeah, yeah. i mean because even the trailer it looks like a fun movie i yeah. remember seeing the trailers for this when i was a kid and i'm like i want to see that I had party time the you know right. song mm-hmm. you know, and all that yeah so. great soundtrack too so who's in this movie who do we got here clue Gulagar. yep james karen mm-hmm. tom matthews mm-hmm. linnea quigley eventually yep Miguel Nunez. Yep. Um, well, I guess we should say so. You know, so some of these people, Clue Gulliger, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like we've seen him in we a bunch. We just watched of, something with him. Yeah, we? pretty recently. Yeah, we did. Uh, what was it? We've watched so many things with him in I it. I know. I know, and I'm I'm trying to think. It wasn't the Uninvited. 
No. Was he on the uninvited? No, that was George Kennedy. And no, it yep. was like recently. No, he wasn't. Recently. The, yeah. My memory is failing me, but yes. No. We, 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 what yeah. was it? <laughs> it was like within the last few months we watched. Everybody's yelling at us right now. Yeah. It's like, what was this? Uh, I didn't remind us. Yeah. But I mean, uh, he, you know, has obviously done like a bunch of uh, genre stuff. Also, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 was probably like his next yeah. best known thing. Um, James Karen. Uh, veteran actor. It was from a whisper to a screen. Right, that's right. That was it. In, yep. That was his up. son now like put him in Feast. Do you remember Feast? Yes, his son Fe- John Gilligan. Like Feast. Unfortunately, I do remember it. <laughs> I think we mentioned it on that episode, didn't we? Probably. Yeah, I think we did. And probably, I think John Gilligan did uh, Piranha Two, Three, Double D, or whatever. Or Piranha Three, Double D, whatever. So clues probably <laughs> yeah, in that. Seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think we said Clue's last role was Once Upon a Time in uh, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. who what wasn't a, in that movie? My yeah. God, everybody go. was in that movie. Yeah, what a way to go! Mm-hmm. That was, and we talked. I think we talked about that was a couple people's last movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, James Karen, uh, thanks to MF Mad, the keeper of the Saturday Night Freak Show Wall of Fame, we're inducting into the Saturday Night Freak Show Wall of Fame tonight because Ooh. James Karen was also in Girlfriend from Hell, an episode that we did like a hundred years ago. We've been doing this for like ten years, so. And long, who did, long time ago. And James played who in this movie? In this movie, he was Frank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was also in Congo. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he okay. was a college president in Congo, mm-hmm. which we did. Uh, Tom Matthews, as you, you mentioned. Friday the 13th, part six, Jason Lives. Which we did on this show. Mm-hmm. And he was also in one other movie, the one that refuses to go away, and that would be Mean Gun. Oh, my God. <laughs> the movie that will haunt Colin for yes. forever. That's like your degrees of Kevin Bacon for the freak show. Yeah, mean, mean guns. He's coming back to Mean Gun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, Tom Matthews, I think, was employed a lot by Albert Pune. Yep. Albert Pun, uh, director of that. So he was also in Nemesis and like mm-hmm. a bunch of other Albert Pun movies. Um, Miguel Nunez, um, probably best known, well, to the folks listening, uh, Friday the 13th, part five. Yes. And that meme, where what's the song? That- Ooh, baby. <laughs> and then he dies because of bad enchiladas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the it's enchiladas. them damn enchiladas. Yeah. It's the, the best part of that whole movie. Yeah. I think it's like biggest. He was a lead in a movie called Juana Man. Anybody? Anybody? Yeah. Oh, okay. wow. Uh, oh, wow. You really activated some memories of Juana Man. And I was like, I immediately had the thought of, oh, I really want to rewatch that. And then I thought, I bet it doesn't hold up at all. It probably shouldn't. <laughs> Juana Man. Jesus. Yeah. I thought about that movie in a while. Yeah. I know. Because, yeah, it's been lost to time, I think. Um, I bet this. you that's an out of print movie. There's no one still making DVDs of Juana Man, I'm sure. Well, now we'll have to check. Yeah. It's, available. it's like Soul Man. Right? It's like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Watch, it's like $60 for a DVD of Juana Man on eBay right now. It's a secret gold mine. Probably. <laughs> uh, Linnea Quigley, as you mentioned. Um, yeah. Or Scream Queen. Yeah, endless list of credits, man. Where do you even yeah. start with her? She's been on the wall for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, that's why I'm like, this is probably her, the, her most po- high-profile movie. I think so. Because uh, everybody remembers she mm-hmm. gets naked and dances on a, on a grave. For what stuff. reason? Like she's you decide naked. this entire movie. Yep. <laughs> For yep. the entire movie. Yeah, yeah that's true. 
Uh, probably one of the reasons this movie has been seen as much as it has. Yep, I would think so. Uh, I thought this was a much bigger part of the movie because it was the only thing I knew about the, this movie oh, yeah. for a long time. Like I, This is my first time really actually giving this movie an honest watch. And I thought she was going to be in a, a lot more because all I ever hear about from this movie is her. <laughs> and, and she's like a the third is, tier character. It is completely gratuitous. There is no reason for her to be no. naked in this movie. No. I know. No. It's great. Yeah. I mean, back in the day when you're just like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and who, uh, Dan, Don Calfa, uh, played Ernie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, the only thing that I remember seeing him in other than this, he was, he was a hitman. Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. Yep. yep. So yeah, all these guys, and he had been around like forever, you know, he's yeah. another one of these guys have been around forever. And like now return of living dead is the thing that he's remembered for. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so I guess, uh, why don't you set us up? So how do we get into uh, Return of the Living Dead? Because there's a little bit of a meta thing going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we have a medical supply facility. And, oh, it's the night before 4th of July, which now I know why everyone watches this on the 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram, every 4th of July, I was like, what is up with the Return of the Living Dead shit all being posted today? Mm-hmm. Again, there's not really a significance for it. No, no. <laughs> But but that's fine. Yeah. Give us more Fourth of July horror movies, you know. <laughs> like fine with it. Yeah. yeah. Um. And Tom Matthews and James Karen are like the old guy and the young guy on the job working this place mm-hmm. and showing him the ropes and whatnot. And they got a bunch of hazardous material and body parts and all sorts of weird science shit. And he's like, "You want to see some corpses?" And one of the corpse tanks explodes and yeah. all this toxic shit out, goes he, out. Like, he very, punches it. They're very, um, they're very on the nose with this. They're like, yeah. you know that movie, that that zombie movie, Return of the Living, or yeah. Night of the Living Dead? Yeah, it's based on a true story. Yeah. This yeah. is the story. And well, it like, starts off with like, yeah. this is a true story, the names all, and the... All and the, the yeah. 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 Real, I, I mean, yeah. the whole thing's a joke, right? Well, right. I don't, it's not all a joke because there is like this, it does... You know, as it goes on, becomes more and more a horror movie. <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe it's just that kind of that sense of uh, uh, fatalism <laughs> that it kind of has in, in it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just I don't remember any movie like before that at that time mm-hmm. that was calling out another movie like the movie exists within, you know, the world that this movie takes in there. Right. There's, it's not like a sequel to Night of the Living Dead. It's acknowledging that Night of the Living Dead exists. Exactly. But here's but the true story. Th- this ain't your mama's Night of the Living Dead. It's kind of the attitude of this movie, but it works. Yeah, because uh, um, so I guess the, the story that, that James Karen tells us is that even though the facts of the case were changed there actually was like some type of well he doesn't say zombies or anything he just basically says that you know 30 years ago there was uh or he said it was like 14 years ago or whatever there was a chemical spill that caused bodies to get up and walk around in the morgue Mm -hmm. and the army contained it put them in in canisters and shipped them off but because it's the U.S. Army, they lost them. Yep, and they were delivered to this medical supply company, love and it. now they're in the basement. I love just like an incompetent mishap being the setup for something like yeah. this. You know, it's just mm-hmm. just shit luck. <laughs> well, even before the credits, I mean, this movie does like this uh, all these kind of setups mm-hmm. for stuff that's going to pay off. We're introduced to obviously. I mean, I thought those were great. Uh, like with comic timing like james karen's great in those scenes where he's talking to freddie you know 
Um, but then we're also introduced to the punks, which are Freddy's friends, mm-hmm. which are kind of like a Scooby Doo gang or something. Like what? What's going on there with the the makeup of this group? Like. They're, yeah, they're 80s street youths, but like they all, like, each, but they each have a different personality and they have to dress like 100% head to toe like their personality. Yeah. Like video it's, game characters. It's like pick your own. You can be the jack. Are you going to yeah. be like the virgin? Are you going to be the nerd? You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's one of those like 70s and 80s tropes that we see a lot where mm-hmm. it's just like very defined two-dimensional characters right like it's just he's the nerdy one Mm -hmm. he's the tough she's the slut like Mm -hmm. just the standard stereotypes that they stick with the entire time they don't veer from it at all and it doesn't make sense ever (laughs) because the group never like matches it never Mm -hmm. goes together why are we trying to figure out like how these people know each other that's because what I mean. It seems yeah. like they're from completely different social groups. That's what I mean. They're, they're these individual characters and they don't veer from it, so it's weird that they're all friends. Yeah, like, but you didn't no think sense. that they um, that they stuck with their stereotypical... I mean, maybe they did. I don't know. I, I thought it was funny when, like, uh, what's his name? Was it Scuzz or uh, Suicide or whatever? Is the guy with all the chains on yeah. him? The one whose car they're in? Yeah. yeah. And he's in the graveyard, like, you guys like don't see me as me, you know, like all this. It's like... Yeah. So some respect for the dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I, like, I, is I, that against type for that character? Yeah. Are they trying to, you know? I know, it makes no sense. He gave me some uh, Griff vibes. Back yeah. to Future 2, Griff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that What's that part that we were laughing at, Holly? Did he say, like, what do you think this is a costume? This is a way of life. Yeah. Like, we're just losing it at that. Like, he speaks in cliches like that all the time. Yeah. He's, like, so tortured and he doesn't even know why. Right, right. <laughs> well, uh, Freddie's girlfriend, um... Uh, I should, yeah, I should I know what it was. Freddy, I think Freddie is the the, the key. Linchpin? To, yeah. Oh, he's I the one that he's, keeps the group together. Huh? Because like, there's the nerdy friend that doesn't quite fit in, and yeah. then there's like the girlfriend who's like, like we, you said, Debbie Gibson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it doesn't. It, none of it really makes sense. I think Freddie is the link between all of them. Yeah, he's the common denominator. Yeah, there, huh? that makes sense because yeah. sometimes there are friend groups like that where like it is one person connecting all the mm-hmm. all the degrees. Yeah, and then you take them out and the whole thing collapses. The yeah. A card situation. So, yeah, I yeah. think it's Freddy. Yeah, because yeah, they're always like, we got to talk to Freddy. Freddy, you'll know where to party. But Freddy's the only one who's like gone out and got a job. <laughs> so a they sell out now. Yeah. yeah. After work, Poor and then Freddy. he's we're... just trying to get his life together. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's right. got uh, he's got he's got goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're also introduced to uh, the guy in in San Diego. The uh, military, right? Who commander. I forgot about until the mm-hmm. end of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I know, I know. But like, it, when when they make that call at the end, you're like, oh, they're gonna call like, the guy. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. Forgot about that. The rich guy that has shitty days every day. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that might be my my favorite line. <laughs> How's your day, dear? Crap. <laughs> Just like every day. But, yeah, crap as it always is. Yeah. And he's been uh, he's been he's been waiting for somebody. To call and then, well, he's been tasked with, I guess, like finding out where these things went, mm-hmm. right? So he's just been laying in wait every single day. Yeah, but like in a really nice beach house. Yeah. With a mm-hmm. tennis court. Yeah. Like how crap can yeah. that be? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's like at the beginning of pandemic when all the stay at home orders are in place and the celebrities were doing those videos being like, we got to stay at home, guys. And it's like, shut the fuck up. You're living in a 10,000 square foot mansion. Right? It's not the same. Like, I would stay at your home yeah. forever. Right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. It is like that. <laughs> yeah. it does. I mean, yeah, it's a nice place. Yeah. 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 
I mean, it's compensation for, I guess he's got the weight of the world on it. If these things ever show up and things go bad, yeah. could be the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, like you're going to live the life, but one day but you're going to get a really hard phone call. <laughs> yep. 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 And that phone call is coming because, of course, these two goofballs go and slap this canister and, of course, the yeah. spray. Even see, that was a joke. You want to see some dead bodies? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're like, wow, oh, they won't leak. They're built by the U.S. Yeah. Army Corps of Engineers. Yep. That was funny. <laughs> they spray out, slap contaminate it. everybody with the yep. gas, and away it goes. So and we're off. That's yeah. the cold open. Yeah, that was pretty good. It was a it good was a one. It's like we're gonna start open. a movie. Yeah, yeah. And these two, I think, have really good chemistry together. James Karen and Tom Matthews. I think they yeah. do. The whole time, I'm like, I would work with these guys. I liked <laughs> their story the best. Me too. Like, they're that's the journey I was the most invested in. I think. Yeah. And which is weird because that's never what I hear talked about with this movie. No, ever. Yeah, Linnea Quigley. It's always boobs, about like, Linnea over, Quigley. Yes. Like or the, the Tar Man, the I suppose, is the character. iconography from it. Um, well, there's because um, I liked. I mean, I don't know. I like the interplay between. Um, well, that's Bert and Ernie. Do we Bert, say yeah. that that's yep. the name of the. Yeah, yeah. I love that they <laughs> assembled this like. <laughs> old divorced man like Avengers squad to take care of this movie. I mean, I feel like we don't see very many movies based around like a group of men of this age like this, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's pretty cool. It's it fun. was because it even felt weird watching it tonight. I'm like, oh, you got They're like old. these three guys are like not young guys. No. Yeah. Actors who had been around the block uh, several times and then mm-hmm. did this goofy movie, and now it's like the biggest thing that they've done in their career, right? You know, <laughs> um, but there's also like the younger cast too. So I mean, it does kind of like balance it out. There's a lot of people in this, and they're all split into different groups, I guess, by uh, force of the plot, you know, as mm-hmm. it goes. Um, but even the uh, uh, yeah, Bert and Ernie's interplay, and then it becomes like uh, Bert and Spider. You know, his thing, or not Burton, Ernie and Spider, you know, or he has Burton Spider. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, there is like this kind of changing dynamic. And I guess the thing that I'm always kind of fascinates me watching it over again is always watching um, James Karen and Tom Matthews after the bulk of their dialogue mm-hmm. has been delivered. Right. Because they're in like every scene. Which has to be shit for an actor. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, the focus of you're not the focus of the scene, but you're going to be here, like a yeah. lot. You don't have any lines, and you're just writhing in pain or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And they have to come up with little bits of business to do right. in the background in case you're looking at them. Yeah. <laughs> and so that always kind of amuses me, like what they come up with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do you think that Bert Nerdy is a nod to Capra or Henson? No. I thought it was Henson for sure, but... Uh, but now that you say that, yeah, yeah I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I feel like the, cause the colonel, his initials were HG, and I'm like, hmm, is that a nod to Mr. Walls? Or? Right, right. I feel like huh. there was a lot of those Easter eggs in this. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, I'm like, was it Henson or Capra? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see what you're doing, but I don't know which one it is. Yeah. Or it could be both. I don't right. know. Well, I did hear, and I don't, I didn't actually hear this in the um, dialogue. Tonight I was, I had looked something up before watching the movie that said, well, because there was Bert and Ernie, mm-hmm. then the paramedics are Tom and Jerry. But all I heard oh. was Jerry's name actually mentioned. Yeah. I never heard Tom. I never heard so, Tom. Yeah. yeah. But there you go. So that's why it's like, it must okay. be okay. Henson. Um, I like it. 
So it's a movie of escalating um, uh, awfulness and pending apocalypse. Right? Yeah, <laughs> but like, the it's, worst like domino effect situation ever. But it starts in the in the medical facility, their medical uh, supply facility, and I liked what they did in there. This shit was legit hilarious. That was fantastic, and I loved like the little like the like the little half dog. Oh yeah, yes, <laughs> the half dog is great. But my favorite is when the first. A zombie is that what we're calling them? I don't know. Comes out of yeah. the of the vault that was locked in, and they pickaxe its head to the ground. Yeah. But then and the body's still wriggling and it's not dead, and then they cut it off at the neck, and now it's free again and running yeah. around. I that I did not it's see that so coming. Funny. In. It's so like, fucking funny. It's, like it's slapstick with a zombie. Yeah, like, yeah. it's funny. Yeah, it, and it like escalated in a way I did not expect it because it just kept getting more and more ridiculous. Yeah. And their reactions are yes. priceless. Oh, the, way yeah. they're, the way they're interacting with each other is Kings of physical fantastic. comedy here. Yeah, but that's... It's, it's like, like Abbott and Costello. Right? Yeah. It's wonderful. See, now that you're saying that, I wonder if that was... You know, because, I mean, I think this is O'Bannon, right? This is yeah. O'Bannon's sense of oh, humor. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Are, this is why I'm disappointed that The Resurrection is... Or the Resurrected is a very serious movie, and it's missing that, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't feel that it's the same... That's why I said Alien and Resurrected don't fit with his other stuff. It's kind life of goofy. Force. Yeah, I yeah. think that is yeah. like his most him movie. Is life, <laughs> life Force because there's a lot of naked for no reason in that movie. Oh, too. that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, the the half dog comes to life because everything in the the place starts coming to life. Like yeah. even they have like butterflies on the wall, and the butterflies yep. start coming to life. Like mm-hmm. just, it was wonderful. I loved that whole. I wanted more in the in the medical place. Yeah. That was my favorite part, too. Yeah, it was cool. But I guess it's a surprise because you've seen other zombie movies, and maybe mm-hmm. that's where it's like, okay, it's not going to play by the rules of other zombie movies. I mean, I guess what? I mean, Romero created the rules that are even used in The Walking Dead, right? You got to right. you gotta shoot them in the head mm-hmm. yeah. to kill them. But O'Bannon's is like, no, you can't. That, out yeah. the window. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, then I guess right there, you're like, well, how do you kill these things? I mean, this is like, you know, this is a horrifying idea yes. that and once it's reanimated, it's yeah. like there really is no good way to, yeah. to kill it. And we've discovered that these are actually intellectual. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> they, they talk. They And like they learn at a t- terrifying rate. Yeah. Like the way that one picks up on how to use the, the medics. uh radio right like that oh, yeah. happened real quick Send I more yeah. paramedics. Yes. it's just brains and then they get more and yeah. more they can communicate yeah. it's terrifying send more paramedics yeah well that's so they many communicate set like, traps they know how to set a trap yeah. that's horrifying well, even the tar man the uh the, the you know the, the iconic uh character like a mm. zombie of this which is a great oh, makeup it's, it's great. some so spindly it's actor so slimy yeah <laughs> so wet so slimy it learns how to i mean like really fast is like well yeah. there's somebody trapped behind Behind this door, I'm just going to tie a chain around right? and break it open. It's like, yeah. so they're smart, yeah. which yeah. doubles the, you know, they're not just, right. you know, idiot zombies yeah. running around. Not, you can outrun even. They, and they're not slow. Like, no. no. Full great. speed ahead. It's great. They are like the worst nightmare zombie thing. And they hide. Yeah. yeah. They hide. Yep. I know. The way they use that one paramedic as bait for the other ones, I was like, oh, I hate that. I hate that they're working <laughs> yeah, together to right? like, hunt like that now. Yeah. The, um, I don't remember because I've always been curious, right? I mean, even like the Simpsons, I just remember everything, any kind of zombie, um, you know, pop art, mm-hmm. pop culture thing. It's always brains. Yep. 
I think it comes from this movie. I don't I think, think so. I oh, can I think remember does, anything yeah. before this where it was like, you know, they were they eat your brain. Right. It was always they eat your flesh. Yeah. Yeah. This one it's makes true. it they eat your brain and they're hungry for your brain. Yep. And now every time you hear that, it's from Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, that's true. Um, I also, I remember when I first saw 28 Days Later, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they run. And then I'm like, well, wait a second. I saw this before in Return yeah. of the Living Dead. Yeah. You know, because that was the big thing that, you know, the, uh, uh, Dawn, Dawn of, the, of Dead, the Dead, the remake. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I remember seeing that and I thought that was insanely terrifying that they like speed like they're like sprinting yeah Mm -hmm. and then i actually saw this after that yeah because i saw that you know when it came out and then i caught up with this when i was in my 20s and i was like wait a second yeah (laughs) you did it first well i don't think they did it first because i think around that time i was like well who actually did i Mm -hmm. think there's an italian uh yeah there's an italian zombie movie whose name escapes me because there's like 500 of them that had running zombies in it in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. So this is at least the second one. Yeah. And probably the more popular mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Return of the Living Dead. Um, so the, the, yeah, so the punks go off to hang out in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Um, this uh, headless corpse now, because they right. saw its head off, right? Like, its head off. It's just so funny. And they got to get Bert involved. And he's like, well, what we're going to do, we're going to hack it into pieces. And then we're going to take it over to yeah. the crematorium. He's like, Ernie might still be working. Yeah. But the, but... <laughs> But the arms and hands and everything are still grabbing and flailing around while yeah. they're cutting them off. And then when they go to the crematorium and they have to prove to him that, like, this is actually happening, <laughs> it rips his velour tracksuit. <laughs> I, I just love, because, again, it's very, like, Abbott and Costello or, yeah. like, Three Stooges. Or, they, like, come in and they're like, we got a problem. I want you to take care of it. What is it? Uh, rabid weasels. Like, it's just so, like, slapstick funny. Right. I mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, well, that's cruel. You can't burn animals. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I promise you won't say anything already. <laughs> right? like, it's just it's just like classic comedy to me. And I love it. Yeah. The guys, their personalities are like, I mean, these are like characters. Like, yeah. you know, it feels like they're yeah. I don't know, about real people. They're slapstick, you know, kind of. They're all uh, committed to this. Though. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't need the street. The street use for this movie. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel I just too, needed yeah. these older guys. Yeah. <laughs> they were my favorite part. Yeah, I guess maybe running time or whatever. Because I guess that's what I was thinking this time around. I'm like, yeah. why did they, you know, why is there like this side story involving, or a parallel story involving the street kids? Is right. it to give more victims? Uh, to just increase the scope of it? Is it to appeal to a younger target demo? I mean, it could be all of those things. I think he works with, I mean, yeah. as a writer, he works with it, you know, yeah. very well. I mean, I like, like they did to me, like get, you know, individualized personalities. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of interesting to merge those two, you know, like different mm-hmm. uh, age groups together mm-hmm. just to see, I guess, maybe what the results uh, are. Um Ernie has all of these, even though it's not spoken, but there's a lot of like visual cues that say like he's a Nazi. He has, uh, he's listening to German, uh, like the Panzer, uh, you know, like theme. Um, he has a Walter, Walter PPK. Yes, he, does. he later has like the, the overcoat. <laughs> it's like what the, and I guess Ernie Kaltenbrunner, Ernest Kaltenbrunner was like an actual Nazi. Yeah. I think he it's had a, like, very bleached hair. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a joke because he's the guy who runs the crematorium. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's that was the. I think that's the. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who runs the crematorium is a Nazi. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, so I don't want to think that because right. I like Ernie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ernie's really nice, and I don't want to believe that. Yeah. Um. So he does end up like burning the uh the body parts. Yep. And this, which of course- I thought was so funny, because the whole time Bert's asking all these questions, like, like he's he doesn't know how bodies are cremated. Like he's asking, like, right. I want everything burned, like, like at the bones. And he's like, yeah, it'll, it'll burn the bones. Works, he's yeah. like, like, have you, do you not understand how things are cremated? Right. Like, you know, does, does you know he think works? you get like a bag of dust and a pile of bones? Right. <laughs> like they bag up the bones for you too. <laughs> we want it all gone. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's typically how it works, Bert. Right. I like that little setup where there's like a, a side. James Karen is like some big favor. I could operate that thing. And then later he does. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so. he does. There's <laughs> well, a lot There's a lot of callbacks in this movie. Yeah, because yeah. he did that with Linnea Quigley yeah. during her. You know, it's like the worst thing that you, you think about, about death. dying. Yeah. I fucking <laughs> hated unprompted, that scene. Unprompted out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, but that was to set up her death scene, her scene right? Yeah. Like, the worst but, thing for me would be to super be surrounded by a bunch of She was of having a men. conversation with herself nobody was talking to her yeah. like it she's a performance it artist. feels very stilted i appreciated it of course you did yeah. Yeah. she was naked <laughs> um was well dumb. her friends kind of appreciate it she does this all the time apparently well, just, yeah. yeah why why okay they out- did and they didn't because uh what's his name uh the chain guy. Yeah. Show some respect. He was, he was very much like, get off me. Show yeah. some respect. This is yeah. as she's like grabbing his crotch. Yeah. He's like, what's wrong with you, man? Yeah. Uh, I thought that was funny. <laughs> Show some respect for the dead. He, uh, or sorry, the, uh, so that, but that's happening about the same time that the, the, the body parts are being burned. And so then he releases the gas into the atmosphere. Yes. Now the whole <laughs> which, town's infected, which causes acid rain of yeah. death. I think yep. it's like specifically on the cemetery, like just overhead, mm-hmm. at least at this point. Yeah. Um, but this has some great imagery. Like this is one Super of the- Super cool. Yeah. Like the horror movie Graveyard. Yeah. yeah. It's like a classic, iconic yeah, Halloween graveyard. I, and I love the skeleton hands punching through yeah. the earth. It's yeah. awesome. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. Yes. It's wonderful. It's that perfect like thunderstorm going on you, too at the same I love time. The, I love like the, the shot like of the view of it sleeping down through the mud. Yeah. So you it's see like it. a cross section of earth. Yes. Yeah. I love that. And into the, the casket. Yes, <laughs> under beneath. the shoes. Yeah, because I mean, it's how wonderful. many, you know, when you think about it, because uh, I don't remember, there was at some point, I'm like, yeah, the image of a zombie crawling out of a, a grave is like a classic horror movie image, or at least the oh, hand yeah. coming out of it. Yeah. But it, like, they, you you actually think, you're like, you haven't actually seen that that much, I don't think, or at least I hadn't. But I'm like, Return of the Living Dead is like full of it. Like, they're mm-hmm. trying to maybe like thriller yeah you know yeah uh stuff like that but there's not in zombie movies a lot of like actually burrowing up through because i guess you know it doesn't make any realistically it's stupid but it's cool in this because it's like the uh old tales from the crypt or something Mm -hmm. like that you know uh zombies burrowing up through the earth and then suddenly you got a graveyard full of zombies this is where it starts to escalate Mm because bert and the crew think that they've contained it the movie's over but then they have another problem on their hand. Yeah, the two men are turning. Frankie and um, what's his name? That was Frank and uh, Freddie. Uh, Frank, Freddie. 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 Yep. Frank and Freddie. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the way they're turning, 
It's uh, how is it revealed? You know, because I right, mean, so, yeah, at first they just think that they're sick mm-hmm. and they end up calling the EMTs saying like we have two men that have been poisoned. They show up, <laughs> the, the EMTs show up and they don't get a pulse. They don't get blood pressure. Temperature's like 70 degrees. Mm-hmm. And instead of immediately trying to take him to the hospital, they're like explaining. They're like, like yeah, you, it looks like you're dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's basically where we're at. Yep. Um, don't really know what to do about yeah. that, but I uh, think you're dead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what and he's like, like yeah. well, obviously you're not. You're talking and whatnot, but it, you should be. Yeah. yeah. You're like, like conscious, but you're dead. Like, yeah. why aren't you just taking him to the hospital? <laughs> I love the, the the all the physical comedy that yeah, those guys are yeah, doing. Yeah, they're great. You know, um, the EMTs like switch spots. Yeah, and, like mm-hmm. take the vitals of each other. Yes. person. just to be like, wait, yeah, did you did you get that? Yeah, too? yeah, yeah. Like, I'm gonna try this when you try that. <laughs> did you notice the one guy? It was real quick. He like shakes out his stethoscope like before he does it the second time. Yeah, like, is this thing working? You know, yeah, yeah. they're like bits. blowing on it. Yeah, on it. yeah. I wonder if I'm noticing like all these little bits because of the way the movie it, it is shot. You know, because it's like an ensemble. There's generally like four or five people in the frame at any yeah. time. And that, doesn't that feel weird? Because I feel like we don't see that a ton now. Like if I feel like I don't see movies like that anymore. Yeah, and so if it's I, yeah. and if it's like that, it's intentional and supposed to be like an epic shot. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Of like a ensemble, you know, cast right. like an Avenger movie or something. Yeah, it's not just like a conversation between <laughs> four old men. Like you yeah. know, it's just like a group of people. Yeah, it's maybe like play like. Yes, it is. Be, I was gonna say it's very yeah. stage like. It's dude, it's you very... could totally make this a stage play. You really could. So, yeah. it, it'd be super there's, easy. Basically, is one. Yeah, there's very few locations, mm-hmm. very few sets. Like it's. It has dance numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't this a musical? Yeah, I would go see yeah, this musical. Has, the return of has it been done as a musical? musical? Yeah, this is where we find out it probably has. I mean, this movie does have like a huge cult it following. It does. It has a yeah. great poster, too. Yeah. We're and, looking at it down here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Has a great poster. I've got that one on my wall. But yeah, because yeah, the it, skeleton with eyes, which. Yeah, yep. and like the I dog collar Skeletons or whatever. It has like that kind of. So it's saying it's like a punk movie, right? right. I mean, the guy's spray painting the uh, logo on the on the tombstone. Right. And it also, the poster. Um, well, they're back from the grave and ready to party is the tagline. Oh, but it great. also has like a big featured area for the music. Right. Um, and to be honest, in the 80s, I had never heard of any of these bands. I love the Cramps. Yeah. Okay. So the Cramps and is making, probably. They're making a comeback right now because of Wednesday. Oh, okay. It's that song that she dances to in the uh, show. Uh, That's yeah. a Cramps song. Yeah. I yeah. mean, so they're like a, a proto-goth, what would you call the Cramps um, type of music? Yeah. You're going to you're gonna link them in with like the Misfits. Like, there you go. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. isn't um, Lux Anterior? Is he one of the anyway? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, because there was a lot of actually there was some controversy about the music. I remember uh, seeing that for the 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 LP the thirty three mm-hmm. and thinking this is like you know again I hadn't seen the movie yet. I'm a little kid and I'm seeing the album and I'm like I got to see this movie and mm-hmm. you know and because uh, I'd heard I think Party Time uh, was played in the trailer, so I, I knew that song was in the movie. Um, but Dan O'Bannon apparently hated that they went and put the pop songs in his movie. What? So this was not his. This was forced on the movie by whatever, whatever. Enigma Records. It's like another character in this movie. Yeah. It's, 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 I feel like I it's feel, pretty essential. I feel like it matches what the Tony was going for. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I don't know, I'm biased because, you know, the first way I saw it, it had it in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when the DVD, I remember waiting, like, when's Return of the Living Dead coming out on DVD? When's mm-hmm. it coming out on DVD? And then it finally came out and it had Dan O'Bannon's official seal of approval on it. Mm-hmm. And so he went in and did what he wanted to do with the music. And so some of it he turned way down, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the songs he got rid of, mm-hmm. and I think there were some other songs that had to be replaced because of rights. So that DVD version of Return of the Living Dead does not have, like, that's not the way that I remember seeing it, but this new, newer, the Shout Factory mm-hmm. version actually does have the theatrical, or oh, at least the original yeah. home video uh, audio track mm-hmm. on it. Important. That is Because important. we got to have our... SSQ and our cramps. And yeah, our, I love the cramps. They're great. Yeah. SSQ. It's, anybody it's remember Stacy Q? Yes. Yes. So she's actually, that was her uh, band before she, so she was in like a goth <laughs> pop band okay. nice. before she went off and became Stacy Q. Okay. So that's her doing the Tonight We Make Love Till We Die Trashes theme oh. from Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. Okay. Um, sense. So we got zombies. There's zombies. Well, no, these guys are dying. They they have rigor right. mortis. Yes. <laughs> yes, which is like so really funny. funny. It is funny. It's it's very surprising. Mm-hmm. You the know? blood pooling on the back was cool yeah, too. Yeah, because like, it's like a funny movie, but mm-hmm. then they're like writhing in pain. It's like, oh yeah. Jesus. Yeah, and you hear like his bones cracking like as as they move him. They're screaming. It's disturbing. Like, yeah, but great. Um. The zombies end up uh, chasing all the uh, kids around, and eventually everybody gets separated in different buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think, like, once yeah. all. Lenny quickly meets her, meets her death the same way she said she didn't want to. Yep. Mm-hmm. So she becomes a naked ghoul chasing people around the cemetery, all she blue does. and naked like. She really, does. Really grody face. Makeup effects. What are we thinking? It, they were grosser than I thought they were going to be. Yeah. They were pretty wet and sticky most of the time. They're like, gross. good. They're gross and they match the movie. Yeah. Like it- Surprise there's no disembowelings in a I zombie mean, there movie? was a big bite into a skull a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Hollowing out a skull. Yeah. The gross one was to me the 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 guy who send more paramedics before he hears the call on the radio. Yeah, he's like, he takes the bite. He's yeah. chewing, he's yeah, eating out of this guy's head. Yeah, that one was nasty. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Like send more food. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the story is on this movie that the original um, makeup effects guy was a guy named William Munns, I believe, and he was fired. Uh, Dan O'Bannon apparently also not the easiest person to get along with. You don't say, because yeah. uh, I see he seems to have a problem with every step of this process. <laughs> yeah, so far, weird. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the guy suffered from Crohn's disease. That's pretty um, oh, miserable That'll disease. make you yeah. grumpy. Yep. Yeah, yep. that'll make you grumpy. Yeah, I think, and then he died because, like, later in life, whenever you'd see him, he always had like a bow tie. That was his signature thing. He always mm. had a red bow tie okay. on, and he was just this kind of looked like this elder, elderly, very frail uh, man, which was different than when you see him in Dark Star or anything, you mm-hmm. know, um, when he was younger. But I also heard that he was kind of strange and had like metal put in the walls of his house oh so no the, i mean radio waves i would couldn't... like to say that anything you're saying is surprising yeah, yeah i don't yeah, know if yeah, that's yeah. true yeah. so yeah um but like you're talking about the effects of this movie like it is silly like you can see strings on skeletons yeah right like it's just it's silly and it's cute but mm-hmm. it's also gross yeah <laughs> you know yeah well i think like some of the like the um 
the I guess when I what I'm impressed with is the tar man. Like oh, yeah. he looks great. Um I think the you know, like even the headless corpse uh, or whatever, not the headless. Sorry, the uh, the trunkless uh, lady zombie. Yeah, that's that they, on the t- that they roped down to the table. Yeah, and she's like talking. Yeah. Although I think she was created by the second guy, so they brought in uh, Tony Gardner to mm-hmm. replace Bill Munn because I think the original, um, like the yellow cadaver, mm-hmm. like even when you're watching that, it's like he, he it doesn't when he gets his head taken off. That looks. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, this, and when they're like chasing him around the the facility, you can see like the the suit like wrinkling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can. Yeah. You can tell it's like yeah, yeah, just like a latex suit or something. And, and I think they did like a cut in or two of the the refreshed one. Yeah, you know they uh, did. And then they try to obscure as much as they can mm-hmm. of the effect. But it, the scene's so funny; it doesn't matter. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think it works. That's what I say. Like, like. The, like you can see the strings, you see the latex, but like it's, it's so kind of charming. Yeah, yeah, it's so charming. It's yeah. so funny. Like I don't care. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed. That a lot of the zombies like had a lot of muck in their hair, but you could see their faces were just like normal people faces. Yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, I know this is something silly, but I always, I don't know. Like one of them was wearing like a Civil War jacket, but he was like not even remotely rotted. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> come on, dude, <laughs> make some effort. Yeah, if you're gonna put him in a Civil War thing, like it, make it like a centerpiece of your skeleton. movie. Yeah. yeah, like make it cool. You know, right. I guess because it takes place in Louisville, Kentucky, right? There is yeah, like, he's wearing a, like a Confederate jacket. Yeah, yeah. and it, there's a Civil War cannon, I think, in the middle of the mm-hmm. the Resurrection Cemetery. Another joke. yeah, yeah. Um, you're gonna set up that joke go for it i'm trying to remember one of the things i noticed like a while ago is one of the the signs in bert's office it's it's like an eye chart but oh yeah like, bert is a slave driver and yes. a cheap son of a bitch uh, <laughs> like, like, that's so, so then you start reading like all the shit in the background right. yep because when i first saw it i was like why the hell is there like a handwritten like eye chart there and, yeah and then i started reading i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> Sight gags galore yep. in, in Return of Living. I mean, this is I, which makes this movie kind of special. There's like just a lot of stuff going on in like uh, every frame. It seems like, mm-hmm. um, but eventually, yeah, the zombies do overrun all the paramedics uh, and cops. Send mm-hmm. more cops. That's the Civil War guy. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> as they come in, they're just swarmed. Um, gives a nice sense of uh, you know, like there's a lot of zombies, even though in some shots eh, it's like a crowd. Yeah. But you get the impression that there's a lot it's more enough. Than that. Yeah, it's it's enough. You get some decent like wide shots of a big crowd running at people. Like mm-hmm. it works. Yeah. Um Freddie and Frank. Yeah, they start to they start to lose it and then they decide that it might be a good idea to lock them up in a different room with Debbie Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> Who decides to stay with Freddie? Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, well, that's a bad idea. But I mean, I I get the impression they were like so cr- rushed for time. I mean, zombies are literally breaking down the doors. Right. Tearing people apart. Yes. Um, or at least biting into their brains and all this other stuff. What do we find out from the one that they capture, the uh, the torso torso zombie mm. that they 
strapped to the gurney. Mm-hmm. I didn't like this scene. No? Why not? It made me uncomfortable. I didn't like the way that thing was flopping around on the table. Oh, it's spinal cord? Yeah, it was gross. And you it, see, was it was fluid leaking? coming. Yeah, yeah fluid. That, yeah. Made, that was too far. That was a bridge too far. And I didn't like the voice that was coming out of this thing either. The yeah. whole thing, and it was like under these bright, sterile, fluorescent lights. It was just, mm-hmm. the whole scene was off-putting it's very to me. uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they eat because they're in pain? Yeah, that's what I gathered. Yeah, it was, was already like, gross. Why is this necessary? It was already though? gross, and then she's like, "We're in pain because we can feel we're dead." And I was yeah. like, "Oh Jesus, okay. I feel myself right." No. Yeah, no. Why? Why do we need this scene? In the I don't movie? need. Oh, that. It was great. When have you ever heard what it feels <laughs> like, like to be why, a zombie? Why does it matter? I think it. It just doesn't. Kind of, it doesn't give us their like undoing. You know, it's not the key to no. you know defeating them or anything. You're but, right, because uh, yeah. Ernie's trying to get some kind of insight into like what. Well, like, why do you eat? I guess maybe that's it. It's like, mm-hmm. why do zombies always eat people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this movie actually answers yeah. it. They eat the brains because it stops the hurting. Yep. From the pain of being dead. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Jesus. It hurts to be dead. It, it, which a- sucks, though, because we're meant to believe that's not true. Yeah. yeah. Like, we live in a society where it's like, death is like the release from pain. And it's yeah. Like, well, well at least is... you're not conscious. That's the difference. Yeah. It, would, it would suck to be conscious in a dead body. Apparently, like, I hurt. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what we have to take from this. Being a zombie is painful. <laughs> yes. Not death. Yes, Being a zombie. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm telling myself. All right. That's but what somehow we're taking from only that. eating a brain can relieve that. Uh, it's How? like a drug. The brains yeah. have CBD properties. Yeah. There you go. To yeah. zombies. Yeah. Um, yeah, there you go. That that is a good question. I'm gonna get hung up on that. Okay, so um, so uh, now we're down to. I mean, the, the cast has been thinned down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still have. Um, I think all that's left is. Uh, um, er, oh, sorry, yeah, Ernie and mm-hmm. Sheila. Is it Sheila? I don't fucking know. No, I have no idea. Uh, her name. Right, because she does eventually when when Tom Matthews does freak out, he's like a dangerous zombie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're just calling her Debbie Gibson. Okay, so yeah. Debbie Gibson is uh, is still alive. Yeah. Um, Ernie gets his foot broke. They're gonna try and go for the cars. Cars explode. There is like a little chase scene where they get the 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 police force has set up a barrier, mm-hmm. but the zombies overrun the barrier. Mm-hmm. All hell's breaking loose. Yeah, and there's the, those two kids have made it back to the medical supply place, which again, like I don't give a shit about these kids. What so. the unrequited love? Was it not really? I don't know. I it don't was know. a joke. The one dude, yeah. he just wants to have sex with her. She's like, I don't have anything to do with you. But in the end, it's like I've always hated you, but hold me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, don't care about them. No, I'm not invested in the story at all. Uh, yeah. uh, um, and I'm then, still mad at them because nobody gave Linnea Quigley a jacket. When it's oh, when there was acid rain. rain? Acid rain. She's yeah. butt ass naked and everyone's wearing a jacket and nobody gave her something to and wear. And then they get in the car and she's in the backseat of convertible and the convertible roof collapses yeah. on her. <laughs> and still not, no <laughs> one is helping. It's the 80s, so of course you're all wearing like 3,000 articles of clothing. Yes. You give her something. You got, Take one of your three jackets off yeah, and give it to seriously. her. Well, the, what, the one girl, uh, she well, it didn't give it to her, but yeah. I think she, she But even though it was, like, it was like a vest. Yeah. It always seemed like because there was a lot of them running around, like Anaya Quigley at one point had something 
something wrapped around her midsection, then that got stuck on it. At one point, she, yeah, when they are in the medical facility place, yeah. she grabs a sheet yeah. and mm-hmm. wraps it around herself, but then it gets stuck on a banister as she's running up the yeah, stairs. Yeah, they're always yeah. running, but I love yeah. the way that the, the, I guess all those things seem like, was that an accident? You know, it's like, did that happen on purpose? Because it's not like drawn attention to. Because I guess you're watching so many people, mm-hmm. it seems like like four or five people run through and one of mm-hmm. them, you know, her, mm-hmm. her sheet gets stuck on or whatever. Um, so I wonder, it's like, did you shoot sequentially? And you're just like, God, we're poor, going with it, you know? Poor girl. I'm naked <laughs> so much. And it's, and like in rain, like movie mm-hmm. rain, you know, it's cold and mm-hmm. miserable. Yeah. I, anytime I, any actor has to film a rain scene, I feel so bad for them. But yeah. leg warmers, that's yeah. all they gave her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in this movie, I mean, I guess it was worth it because she had like a career. I mean, she was in stuff before this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I remember um, Graduation Day or, you mm-hmm. know, some slasher movies. Usually she was always the girl who would take her top off or get naked in something. Yep. Um, but then after this, I mean, that was like pretty much exclusively, I think, what she did. Yep. <laughs> um, and then used it to her advantage, became like one of the, you know, mm-hmm. modern era scream queens. And yep. a bunch of low-budget movies like Slime, uh, what was it, Sorority, Sorority Babes. Babes at the Slime Ball, <laughs> slime ball, ball, ball Rama. Rama. Yeah, has that Hollywood. ever been done on this podcast? Uh, yeah. Oh, like we? way back in the day? I've seen it several times. I'm oh, wondering okay. if the first time I saw it was on the show. I'm not sure. Right, we'll have to check the back catalog. But she even does all that direct-to-DVD horror stuff now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Her, she's, she's still working. so she's many working, credits. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, probably mm. because of the. I remember she was uh, she was the boobs in Freddy's chest in Nightmare on Elm Four because I think yep. she was um, dating the Ryan makeup Harlan? guy on that. No, oh. it, was Show, it was Mark Showstrom. Oh yeah, yeah. I think they talked about that in the documentary, the Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street documentary. Because he, he met her. I remember mm-hmm. the story was he met her by casting her breasts for Night of the Demons. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because that great scene where she buries the, <laughs> yeah, lipstick. the lipstick. Yeah, yep. previous yeah. episode. <laughs> yep. that, I mean, we talk about on that, on that yeah. episode, but that scene scarred me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can't unsee <laughs> that once you've seen it. Yeah. Her boobs really paid for themselves. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 they really yeah. did. Yeah. 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 Paid off for good old Linnea. Yeah. Good for her. Um, she does a lot of conventions. Yeah. I've seen her several times. She's always around. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Been the mm-hmm. subject of documentaries and mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. This movie also has a documentary. I think it's called More Brains, the, nice. the making of Return of the Living Dead or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a book, there's a hardcover book about the making of mm-hmm. Return of the Living Dead. Do you have it? I do not. Mm. All right. I know. Collins Wishlist. Hey. Yeah. There you go. There you would. Um, so uh, eventually mm-hmm. they uh, we get to pretty dire. I like that uh, Spider, you know, uh, uh, the Miguel Nunez character, like he basically takes over as action guy once like, you know, Ernie... Uh, Freddie, you know, those guys are kind of out of the picture. Yeah. Um, Because he seems like he could be capable of like, okay, let's get the hell out of here. Kind of, yeah. you know, like, okay, him and Bert can save the day. He's a, he's take charge kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, that doesn't happen. They no. end up back at the medical facility because they're, they're blocked out they by all the zombies. finally call that number on the side of the barrel. Yeah. Which hooks them up with crappy day guy. Yeah, the, the the military dude from the beginning of the yeah, movie yeah, that we, we forgot all, forgot all about. about. Yeah, <laughs> and so there's a con- contingency plan mm-hmm. in place. Now I, I like this scene a lot because he's just like calmly asking questions and taking notes, and he's just like, "Well, when did the, what happened next? Oh, really? 
well, how did that affect it? And like, it was just yeah. so calm. And what did they do? Yeah. What did they do? Yeah. <laughs> it's so calm. He's like, okay, okay, well, I'm going to reconnect you and uh, I'm going to fucking call in a bomb. Like, yeah. It's, I, I like it. I like that he calls in the president. The president doesn't know where Louisville is. Catch that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they resurfaced in Louisville, Kentucky, sir. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so that, yeah, that's their, their solution is to call in the nuke strike. Um, but before that, um, the creepy th- thing for me was Freddie trying to get to, so Ernie takes, uh, Tina, yeah. that's her name <laughs> up in the crawl space and lock themselves in. Cause he's got the broken foot and they can't run. Mm-hmm. And you know, Freddie's down there like Tina, I just want to eat your brain. Mm-hmm. You know, I really hurt myself this time, Tina. Mm-hmm. I broke my hand completely. Off. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the last shot is like, yeah, it's like Ernie's up there and he's going to shoot her, right? Like this yeah. is the, like you know, this is the mercy killing. Right. I guess. Yeah. This poor girl's freaking out. Her dead boyfriend's going to come up through the door. Yeah. See, I like Ernie. I don't want to think he's a Nazi. Right. I yeah. Like yeah. Him. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and. uh and then you do actually see, I guess, um, the door flops open and he comes up and there's just that like long, that teen, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> creepy. With the, yeah. Then the bomb goes off and destroys everything. But is the movie over? Well, no. The atomic bomb, sorry. It's a roasted 14 square blocks. Yeah, don't, yeah it's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish they would just cut the credits right then, though. Just bomb goes off we're done it does kind of feel like the ending is manufactured Mm -hmm. right it feels to me like that's as far as they went in the scripting and then the bomb goes off and like no add add another little bit so we can make a sequel Mm -hmm. yeah 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 it does feel like that because there's no new footage there is voiceover from the army guy the general oh don't worry i think the rain will clear it up yeah, mm-hmm. and so we see a bunch yeah. of reused footage of um, the rain coming down and seeping through the earth, and yeah. then the skeleton coming back up, and yeah. party time. Um, this movie was popular enough to spawn a bunch of sequels. How um, many? You know, I'm going to say five, and I'm not sure if that's true, but five? okay, so let me try and get this. Oh so there God. is uh, Return of the Living Dead Part 2, mm-hmm. Stars... Mm-hmm. Uh, James Karen and Tom Matthews as different characters. <laughs> okay. And like I think that. the, uh, the, I'm the, okay with that. the canisters fall off the back of a truck as they're being transported in another town and all the shit goes on. Or they, they, they like in the mob, it fell off the back of a truck. Yeah. Like, kind yeah. of thing. That'd be funny. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I remember seeing it when I was younger and I disliked it. I haven't seen it since then. So I don't know how it would hold up. My, as, so my impression was, was like, it wasn't up, good. I was like, might like it. Maybe. I, if Sean was here, he would say, ooh, we should be watching this we one instead. We should be watching yeah. the sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it just so happens that Sean brought our first exposure, Return of the Living Dead, to the show. And that was Return of the Living Dead 3 we did on this show. Okay. And that was uh, Brian Yuzna, I think, the director of Bride of Reanimator. And uh, didn't he have something with Society? He was yep, involved he did in Society. society. Yep. Mm-hmm. He directed that one. And that was, uh, I think people remember that movie because that's the one with the girl with the body mod- uh, piercing modification. Yeah. She dies because she gets exposed to the stuff. And so she has to keep on poking glass and all this shit through her skin. Oh. And so she's kind of this sexy, pierced, you know, girl. I did not the- care for that one. Not I have my, not seen that. Not my not jam. For that. So maybe there's only four, because I know there's Return of the Living Dead, Rave to the Grave, and there's Return <laughs> of the Living great. Dead, Necropolis. 
Oh, that's not as good. No. Which I think were shot in Bulgaria or Russia or somewhere in in the Eastern Bloc. That's right. (laughs) And went direct to video. And I don't know off the top of my head if there has been another one. So there's at least four Return of Living Dead movies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wow. I had no idea. I know. It was a thing. Well, I mean, it was popular. Uh, every Halloween, I think about bringing it to the show. So finally, now I get to check it off. It's like seriously, every every Halloween, yeah. it's like, is that the movie I'm doing this year? It has good Halloween atmosphere. Yeah, it really spooky yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it really does. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to go around the table and tell you whether or not you should watch Return of the Living Dead. This will be kind of interesting because we've got somebody who basically saw it for the first time tonight, yep. somebody who hasn't seen it in a very long time, mm-hmm. somebody who's seen it way too many times <laughs> in their life. Uh, but first, we're going to answer some of your mail, and in order to do that, we're going to have to summon your mailman, or our mailman, and his name is Igor. Bring us the mail. Masters! Masters, the mail! I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising. Rising. Why, thank you, Igor. I wonder what would happen if he got hit by that acid rain. Hey, might turn him normal. Yeah. It would cancel out. It would cancel out whatever's yeah. going on inside of him. Yeah. yeah, probably. Maybe we need. Maybe yeah. this is the sequel we should have. Is right fixes it. Yeah, reverse zombie. Yeah, this would be the one we should have recorded. Like him just coming brains, yeah. brains. You know. Uh, I think there's a commentary track on the DVD that might be by the zombies, and I never listened to it because for some reason I was thinking it was just going to be a bunch of. Yeah, probably. But no, they talk. They talk. So yeah. it might have been. I should watch that. Yeah. You should watch it. Yeah. That sounds funny. Okay. Uh, Well, we should remind people how they can participate in this interactive portion of our show by following along on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. On Twitter. At Set Freak Show. Uh, By email. Saturday Night Freak Show Yahoo.com. Or on Instagram at Saturday Night Freak Show about tonight's movie, Return of the Li- the Return of the Living mm. Dead. Let's get our articles Let's in Let's get there. it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morris says, to me, Return of the Living Dead is the best zombie movie ever made next to Night of the Living Dead 1990. With the doomed ending, outrageous comedy, truly scary zombie siege narrative, cre- creative zombies talking, and design-wise interesting looking, and the rocking soundtrack with the cramps, Return of the Living Dead is a true classic, and without it, alongside American Werewolf, you don't get the Scream franchise, Get Out, or Barbarian that brought comedy horror to the forefront in modern times. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a bold mm-hmm. statement. I mean, this one, this one does a really good job of balancing the comedy and horror. Yeah, it's, it really it's does. a good balancing act. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'd had Evil Dead. Uh, yeah, well, no, that's Evil true. Dead Two wasn't out by this point. Right. And Evil Dead isn't really that. The funny. second one is the funny one. Yeah. 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 And Friday the first 13th. one has some moments, but it's yeah. Shut up, du- Linda. Yeah. Mostly that. Yeah. That's yeah. basically it, but it's much yeah. darker. And Friday the Thirteenth Part Six wasn't until the year after. Right. This, so, yeah. yeah. Tom um, Matthews is on a hot streak here. I know. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Jimbo Ice says it's the funniest, scariest, meanest, crustiest American zombie movie. It's a perfect mix of madness tied together with a comprehensible meta plot. I love it, and I can't wait to hear your breakdown. There is a crust. It's I would say crust. Crusty is a good word. There's a crust, but I'd mm-hmm. say slime more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Travis Legler says this is the perfect party movie. You get a group of friends together, laugh, scream, and keep saying, what the fuck? Granted, with a movie like Jaws the Revenge, you make that party movie fun by making up drinking games to enjoy it. (laughs) However, this movie is a blast out of pure entertainment. This movie is peak 80s craziness, a very good choice, and I'm very pumped to hear what you all think. Yeah. 
Michael Whitaker says, it's quite literally my favorite zombie movie, perhaps even one of the very first horror movies I saw with my best friend. It's also a regular Halloween and 4th of July viewing for me. I have always struggled with the idea that Ernie is, in fact, my favorite character. I'm aware they were intending to make him an ex-Nazi. Yeah. I contend that it never it's never expressly said on screen, so then you can't really say he's a Nazi. He and Spider prove themselves to be the most capable characters in a zombie crisis. That's the logic I'm going with. I mean, it can't be yeah. an ex-zombie. He's not old enough, right? Yeah. Or ex-Nazi. Yeah. Can't be old enough. Uh, last week, we watched a movie what called... What year was this? 85. <laughs> Oh, he's like that's mm. fifty years. He's not. He couldn't have. He would have been a, like a child in Germany. Okay. Well, anyway, a ch- child. Uh, <laughs> we're getting hung up on a part of the. I swear to God, yeah, it's there way only between because the, the joke is that he's the guy who runs. Yeah. The crematorium. Yeah. No, I get it, but I just <laughs> I refuse it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Barbarian was the movie we watched last week. Weird Rabbit says Barbarian reminds me of the joke that every Hallmark rom com is just one yes and away from being a horror movie. Yes. Yeah. And that's so is. true. It really is. And uh, he says, "I say you'd have to listen to that show." But as for Sean needing to see what's in the God. house he just might not have a good horror movie self-preservation skills i got tricked into going on the on the bayou for a short film once in the entire weekend i was like and this is where the one black guy dies in the movie and yeah I'm, so i'm just as bad in the bayou yeah especially yeah don't ever go on we talked about this before don't go on a boat with people you don't know very well nope never nope. No. don't go on a boat with one other person either <laughs> you gotta got have like a crowd and you gotta know them real well yeah go. so that's true yeah don't uh, be outnumbered don't be outnumbered on a boat no don't be outnumbered on a boat no how can you outnumber other people on a boat I mean, okay well, uh <laughs> we'll ponder that one yeah. um peter Gatt says i was disappointed with barbarian it was just another woman in peril flick while watching it i made up my own scenario thinking what if it turns out she actually didn't book the airbnb and was a deranged killer and it went in another direction we can't really i mean there, the movie, there's but. there's another movie out there like that that yeah it's called the rental yeah, I, was like, I was like this is a different movie yeah. it might have still been good but it's a different movie i don't know <laughs> steve carney says barbarian is probably my favorite movie of 2022 i'm getting nervous that a blu-ray release hasn't been announced hopefully it won't live exclusively on streaming like the empty man yeah that i colin you were talking about that before we recorded last week and that's crazy to me that it still hasn't been put out on blu-ray especially because yeah. it was a hit mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. well that's what i say i know uh at some point uh, Shout Factory does have a licensing deal with mm-hmm. with 20th Century Fox, so it could be at some point Shout Factory gets a license. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like Fox is interested in putting out anything. Well, and then it was a, we said I think before that was a theatrical movie. Yeah, yeah. But they're not doing anything that's like made for streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, is not getting uh, physical release anymore. The age is over. It's over. We just gotta yeah. let it go. Unfortunately, the superior format. Like beta is uh, being dumped for for streaming. Oh, streaming quality is getting better. I was like, you're preaching the choir. I haven't yeah. bought a DVD in a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. In a really really yeah. long time. Uh, I think the last one I bought was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, extra features, right? Yeah, the last time it. I bought one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, time eighty six says I'd never heard of Barbarian until all of the freak show held it in such high regard in the best and worst episode 2022. Thank you all members and fans, because this was great. There was a yeah. suspense, shock, horror, what the fuck moments, just all around. Awesome. And finding out who directed this 
floored me, knowing him from the 2009 sex comedy Miss March. Yes. And this was the total opposite end of the spectrum. Nice directorial debut. Yeah. Did you guys, did you guys highlight the comedy of the scene of him using the tape yes. measure? Yes. In yes. the yes. torture yeah. dungeon? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I love Zach that Kreger scene. is the guy mm-hmm. who was the... The director on this. Yes. That was so funny. Mm-hmm. Just totally ignoring a clear dungeon. <laughs> uh, measure the what, you, square foot. what you missed and that the other writers were referencing is Sean was on Bill Skarsgård's side of he would need to see the bed in the bucket and the camera to believe her. And that's what I was losing my mind about is that I said, well, you would die then, Sean. Your curiosity would kill you. <laughs> yep. He said he would need to see it. <laughs> After watching that movie, he Somebody still came comes to that up conclusion. And tells you, I found this thing, this horrible thing in the basement. Would you have to confirm it, or would you go? No, I'm yeah, not go Sean, Sean was no. like, I would need to see it. Yep, he see was it. on Bill Skarsgård's side with it. Well, he's a white dude, so <laughs> and I was like, I said, like, this is the difference between men and women. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> a woman's not going to go check it out. She's going to run yep. like hell. Yep. Well, Nicholas Namington says, I was coming home from school. Oh, sorry. This is about The Fly, which oh, we did. This is another listener choice. I've been, movie. I've been thinking a lot about that movie since I we watched too. it. I have, too. It's really stuck with me. Yeah. It's, yeah. Man, what a great movie. It is a great it's a great movie. movie. Yeah. It's a gross movie. Yeah, Nicholas Namington so thinks it's also a great movie. Yeah. But he says, I was coming home from school on the bus and passed a farm that had just been put out their Halloween pumpkins for sale. My mom later took me to Kmart to look at the Halloween costumes and later that night. We watched The Fly on HBO for the first time. Aww. For a young kid just starting to like girls and already he- head over heels in love with horror movies, The Fly is drenched in nostalgia for me. It's Romeo and Juliet for horror. For it me. is. That, you really set the scene oh there, God. man. Like, that sounds like just the best memory. The perfect day. Like, By your Halloween like, pumpkins, yeah. you go to the, hol- the store to look at Halloween stuff, yeah. and then you watch, watch The Fly. The fly. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a day. What a great day. <laughs> I can feel how good that memory felt. Yeah. Did you drink cider? too yeah. like that sounds wonderful sounds right wonderful. damn i wish right. it was fall uh i know right well, it's like man falls so far away <laughs> well it rekindled the memory right yeah. there a little bit mm-hmm. um well thank you again each and every one of you for writing in we really appreciate yes, it yes thank you so much and now we're going to go around the table and tell you what we thought of tonight's movie the return of the living dead starting with michaela start us off tonight yes this was like kind of my first time watching it. I had yeah. seen it before, but I was really, really drunk. So I didn't, re- I only remembered bits and pieces of it, but yeah, I definitely didn't know what to expect going into it because I thought the whole movie was going to be about Linnea Quigley. So, mm-hmm. um, and I'm, I kind of feel like those characters you can cut out altogether I and agree. I enjoy yeah. the rest of the movie just fine. Um, I, 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 I didn't expect to come out of this movie being like, I love watching these old men going on an adventure <laughs> right? together. Don't, forget the kids. I don't want them. I want the old guys. Right. Like, but, and I, Tom Matthews, I didn't realize he like had this, these kind of like comedic chops in him, especially like physical comedy. Cause mm-hmm. like, I mean, and he's great in Jason six, but he's just kind of a dude. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. special about him. He's just kind of a guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to see him do some other stuff. And I really wish I had seen this as a kid. I think this is a movie, if you see as a kid, it just really captures your imagination. And it does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm sure it like, because like the aesthetic can of it really appeals to kids, I think. And it's just mm-hmm. like the, the spooky classic Halloween design, you know? Mm-hmm. But man, yeah, this could really freak you out, but also like enthrall you as a kid. So I 
show it to your kids. Yeah. I, I was like, show it to your kids. No, it's great. And I mean, people love this movie as a huge cult following and I get it. It's wonderful. And I really enjoyed it. And I was really worried it wasn't going to live up to the hype, but it did. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to recommend it. Holly, what do you think? Yeah. So I've seen this before, but it's, it's been a while. And this is one of those movies that it just kind of like was jumbled in my memory of horror movies and zombie movies. Um, so like, when we came down here tonight, I even forgot what we were watching. I was like, what are we watching? And then my first question was, is this the boring one or the fun one? And Colin's like, it's the fun one. I'm like, okay, What's good. the boring one? I don't fucking Day know. Or, I, yeah. Probably. Yeah, Day Prob- of the Dead is boring. Yeah, I think that, yeah, probably. Like I said, all these movies, like, of the deads, they run together to me. Um, but this one, like, as we were watching it, I was remembering. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is the fun one. Um, yeah, this, this movie's hilarious. I love the random slapstick tone of it. I think it's so funny. And I mean, it's no, no surprise. Like we all know that I love a horror comedy. So this is my jam. I do love a zombie movie. So yeah, this is, this is, this is up my alley. Um, oh man, it was a fun movie. It's a real fun movie. It's gross. Um, but it's also like charming. We were saying some of the effects are just very low budget. We could, you, know, you can see strings on the skeletons. You can see, latex and but it's 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 still good like there's still good effects and it's fun um yeah i agree with you michaela i think the young cast pretty much could be cut out of this movie just maybe just keep uh freddie and or is it frank freddie Freddy. yeah freddie and his girlfriend i think you could probably just keep them get rid of everyone else oh, i don't man. know what i don't know <laughs> I, or I at least do it differently like maybe not like a whole gang maybe just like a couple that are just randomly hanging out in the cemetery we're invested in the dad squad yeah i'm, in, I'm invested yeah. in the dads like mm-hmm. they're the fun part of this um but and like yeah like linnea quickly fantastic but She's so minor and she's literally just there to be the naked girl. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, I get it, but I don't know. Give me more. But yeah, yeah, this is a great movie. I know why it's a cult classic. It's hilarious. It's gross. It's entertaining. Like, it's never boring. It's entertaining the whole way through. Um, yeah, it's fun. I definitely recommend it. And I would watch it again. Colin? Every year? Yeah. On Halloween or whatever. Yeah, this is Fourth fun. of July. I, that, see, that, like, I, <laughs> I didn't even catch that it was a Fourth of July movie. I, I saw that like, they're all like, oh, it's so hot. And I, yeah. I was catching that it's a summer movie. Yeah. But I didn't even catch that it's a Fourth of July movie. Yeah. There it's you go. It's a pretty, holiday movie. You can bring pretty, it out every year. Yeah. I don't have any of the reservations you guys do. I think some of that might be colored by nostalgia for, mm-hmm. you know, when I saw it. But, I mean, this is damn near a perfect movie. I think the ending, you know, maybe some of the makeup effects and not the 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 actual uh like star makeup effects just like oh it's just the, the zombies that do it. like when they're going to bite people it's like it's just a person um and they're like well lit so that's yeah. I guess what kind of calls it, it is a very well lit zombie movie yeah. yeah um but no I mean the the it's the fun factor of it like this when I think of like eighties horror movies I think Return of the Living Dead is probably maybe at the top of the list this mm-hmm. is the vibe that I remember from that decade yeah. you know uh there's laughs but the gore is like you know serious yes um it's kind of you know tempered i guess by the amount of comedy that's around it mm-hmm. um the only thing you know i was thinking like uh, the the thing that reminded me the last time i saw something 
And maybe there has been something more recent, but the one that pops in my mind is Slither. Yeah. yeah the James Gunn sure, movie like sure. nailed that kind of tone. Yep. Yeah. Um, Very that good comparison. movie has seen this movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I felt Slither was like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, I haven't seen this type of movie yeah. in so long. The kind that's, of ensemble, we got to deal with the thing that's, that's happening. That's a good double feature, actually. It was, yeah. It was, yeah. Slither is Night of the Creeps yeah, and yeah, this yeah, movie yeah. put it together. Really is. Right. Yeah. And I, li- I liked the. Like the, we start with a really strong cold open, which I love, and then it ends with just everyone dies. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I love mm-hmm. that ending. But that kind of actually did the ending. I remember when I first saw it, like it like did have like a creepy, you know, yeah, um, like oh shit, like you know they're gonna, you know they're all gonna die. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm here, Freddie, <laughs> busting up through the the door, you know just he's never going to stop it's like a terminator or something it's like i guess the horror of you just cannot kill these things they yeah. would, and they think and they can run and they they just are going to kill you um it's not like any other zombie movie you know in that way and i don't think uh i mean obviously the sequels kind of go like okay we've got like our own kind of zombie mythology here that we can exploit you know so they kind of do it but um it has its own thing i think um this movie taught me several things. I mean, like the the escalation of how things are keep spiraling out of control mm-hmm. also adds that kind of horror, creepy feeling of it. It's like you just like, oh shit, you know, at this point, it's like this is out of your, yeah. you cannot do anything about this. Like there's not really any hope. It just keeps getting worse and worse. Yeah. And yeah. it does it, but in the direction, what he's doing. And I'm like, oh, this is how you do it. There's always more noise. There's, uh, you know, whenever the characters are over, always, always talking over each other and there's like moaning and growling and, you know, or not growling, but screaming or whatever, yeah. clanging. There's just shit in the background that just keeps that anxiety level up. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's why it's such an anxious. And the guy who did the score, whose name is uh, escaping me right now, I can't see the poster to see who did, but um, he has this, um, it's a note that like is on a pitch bend. And it just kind of hangs, you know, in some of these scenes. I'm like, that creates, I guess, in me, like that kind of uh, tension. So it's like, even though it's a it's a comedy horror movie, it's like a horror, you know, it's a real horror movie. It oh, actually sure. works on you, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and the punk rock sensibility to it, I think, like gave it like a, a color to the the tone of the movie that, like, again, doesn't feel like really anything else. Um and the music, sometimes they're playing it so loud you can't hear, like, really what the cast is saying, mm-hmm. which on the other version you can. They take it out. You can mm-hmm. actually, it's all about, you know, what they're saying. I like I like it better with that, you know, because it's it's adding that, that anxiety, you know. Yeah. Of, uh, you know, I, the things are just kind of going crazy. Yeah. But, um William Stout was a production designer. We should give a shout out to him, too, because I think he designed a lot of it and designed some of the zombie stuff that later the effects guys would... Uh, uh, try to you know because i think he designed the tar man somebody oh, else okay. built it you know um and the you know whatever the the zombie with the the bisected zombie with the little <laughs> uh spinal column and all that stuff yeah i i love this movie yeah. love it unabashedly love it i think it's one of the greatest zombie movies of all time it might be more of a favorite than i mean george romero's stuff is more serious minded you know mm-hmm. um he's trying to make political statements i guess and be entertainment yeah. with his movies this one is just like well it's subversive but it just it wants to be fun you know more yeah. than anything it's like just out of the gate running fast 
fun, entertaining 85 minutes or whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, I would definitely 100% recommend The Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. And that means it's free show approved because we all liked it. Yeah. Yep. It's a fun movie. I'm sure Sean would also oh, like I'm it. Sure. I'm sure yeah. he would. And he would recommend that you watch the sequel. If he doesn't, he's fired. He did. He started yep. with Return of the Living Dead 3, I think. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that means that you contractually, by listening to the show, you're obligated yes. to watch it. Okay, so now you guys have voted. You voted for the most voted for movie, and it was by a long shot. The most voted for movie. The movie they want to so hear this us is on cover. you. Yeah. This is on you, not on us. Yeah. If you don't like it, we're watching Halloween ends. Not looking forward to watching it again. <laughs> I'll go in with an open mind, but... but well, it's um, going to be interesting because we're going to have Sean in the show, and Sean is uh, suffering from some kind of um, Stockholm Syndrome. So He well, has watched it, what, three or four times at this I know, point? He hated it so much, he watched it three or four times. He so watched now, it t- two times in like a 24-hour span Yeah, when it first came out. As yeah. a massive Halloween yeah. fan, it was injured so badly yep. that he had to expose himself to it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, we're gonna we will, hear what we, will per- we will perform this psychoanalysis <laughs> next week. Yes. I don't know if I'm ready. Like gonna, I, I'm gonna have to have like a therapy session yeah. in preparation for this. I think. Like, should should I be drunk? Yeah. Should I be stoned? Like, how should we do this? How are we gonna take the edge off? I yeah. don't even know. I was All gonna right, go well, in cold. We're gonna watch it. And we're going to go, okay, here's Halloween Ends on a second view for, yep. for us, right? All yes. three of us. Yeah, this I have not watched one. this shit show again. Nope, no, neither have I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, right. um, maybe our opinions will... Have, we got to go in open yep. mind. Open mind. Maybe yep. it'll change. We'll see something we didn't see before. And it'll be great. You asked for this. That's yes. right. Halloween Ends next ends. week on the Saturday Night Freak Halloween Show. Halloween may also end <laughs> next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you'll join us for that. <laughs> At your own risk. I guess. All right. And until then, ladies and germs, the basement is going dark.